Hello and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi everyone, as always, I'm back with another book review. And as I mentioned at the end of the last episode, today I'm going to be giving you a review of a dark and suspenseful post-apocalyptic thriller. And the book I'm referring to is Leave the World Behind by Rahman Alam, which was just published last year in 2020. Which, if you think about it, was an interesting year to publish a book like this, but it was good. Although it's post-apocalyptic, it doesn't center around anything virus-related, so you won't be triggered by any COVID-like storyline. It actually reminds me more of The Road by Cormac McCarthy, The Mist by Stephen King, or movies like A Quiet Place and Bird Box. But just to be clear, the storyline of this book is definitely different than those, but to me, these are just the best examples I can give of what the vibe of this book is like. And just to fill you in on what this book is about, it centers around a couple, Amanda and Clay, who head out to a remote corner of Long Island for vacation to get away from the hustle and bustle of New York City and to spend some quality time with their teenage son and younger daughter. They've rented a luxurious house for the week on something like Airbnb, but late one night, shortly after arriving, there's a knock on the door. It's an older black couple named Ruth and G.H., who are the owners of the house, and they've arrived in somewhat of a panic. They've brought news that there's been a sudden blackout in all of New York City, possibly beyond the city even. But being in this rural area where they were also affected by this blackout, they're left with no TV, no internet, and no cell phone service. It's hard for them to know what or who to believe. Should Amanda and Clay trust this couple? Should Ruth and G.H. trust them? What exactly happened in New York City? Are they safe staying in this vacation home, totally isolated from the rest of civilization? Are they safe from one another? All questions that they grapple with in this suspenseful thriller. Rahman Alam also wove in some other topics into this story, including things like parenthood, race, and class. I do have to say that I struggle a bit with rating this book because it's going to be a very divisive book. You'll either love it or hate it, with really no in-between. And I've said that before in a couple other reviews, but it really does apply here. But the reason it's going to split readers is not because of the storyline. It's actually due to the writing. Obviously, to begin with, you need to be into post-apocalyptic books or thrillers, which I think goes without saying, but... I just want to make that clear. If those types of books aren't your cup of tea, then you obviously won't really enjoy this book. But even for those who are into these types of suspenseful books, I think this will still really split readers one way or the other. And like I said, it's not because of the storyline or plot. It's actually going to be because of the writing style. Alam has a really unique voice as an author, and it was something I really didn't expect, and it actually kind of caught me off guard. The best way to describe it is as being very descriptive, metaphorical, with a lot of over-the-top language, 
and just being very wordy. It's as if he's wanting to really prove to readers that he's a writer. And this is a bit of an aside, but based on a lot of the word choice and phrasing, I was actually under the impression that Alam was British, but it turns out he's Bangladeshi and American and actually went to Oberlin. So I'm not sure what exactly influenced his writing style, but I just thought that was interesting. But back to the point I was making, the writing style can go one of two ways. Either you'll enjoy it because it's kind of the first time that something like this, a post-apocalyptic thriller, gets elevated in this way with a lot of lofty language. Or you'll find it exhausting and or pretentious. But likes and dislikes aside, I personally found Alam's writing style to be a little difficult to read at first, but it does get a lot easier as you go and as you get into the swing of it. I was also able to get into the story because even though the writing style is pretty verbose, the plot is truly very captivating and very suspenseful. There's nothing lacking on that front. Plus, I found that all of the dialogue and the interactions between characters to be incredibly realistic, along with the whole blackout premise. It's not like a zombie-style virus going around, but more like maybe a solar flare that wiped out the city's grid. So the whole thing was really believable. Additionally, something else that I enjoyed about this book is that it's a really short read that you'll breeze through pretty quickly. The chapters are really short, like two to four pages, and the book itself is only 240 pages long, which really does help to balance out the writing style. It actually serves as sort of the yin to that yang and is sort of what makes the book work. I also have to say that Alam did a great job of subtly including a lot of different psychological elements that are going on with all of the different characters, while also building the overall story into a very haunting and suspenseful buildup. I was pretty anxious while reading this, and I mean that in a good way, while really having no idea how the story would progress and how it was going to end. I obviously won't say anything specific about the story, but in my opinion, this does have major movie potential. So who knows, maybe this will get scooped up by some Hollywood execs at some point. Because the story isn't just a thriller for thriller's sake, there's also a bigger message underneath it all, which is really about the anxiety of the times we're living in, with things like terrorist attacks, plane crashes, climate change, and what that means to raise children amidst all of this along with our total reliance on technology and what that really means. And the book is also about family, community, and relationships in general. So there's really quite a lot going on in a relatively short book, which is always impressive to me. But as I said before, I think this is a book that'll definitely split readers one way or the other, which is why I'd give it three out of five stars, since that's pretty middle of the road for me in terms of my rating system. But I can see how some people might rate it a little lower while others might rate it a little higher. And if that seems kind of crazy to you, how one book can vary so widely with readers, if you're interested in thrillers, then I'd urge you to give this a read yourself and see where you land on it. I also want to add that although it is a thriller, there's nothing explicit or any adult content in this book just so I've said it. It's just very tense, very suspenseful, and really all about the fear of the unknown. 
This actually would have made another great book to read pre-Halloween or on Halloween, but in my opinion, it still works as a book for November. We still have three weeks until Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving that is, and I'm a firm believer in holding off on getting into the Christmas spirit until post-Thanksgiving. So I'm going to be continuing with the autumnal vibes up until then, and this book definitely falls into that category. So as always, keep your eyes peeled for the next review, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast from wherever you're listening from so you don't miss it. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books, where there's always all sorts of book-related content. But on that note, I'm going to end the episode here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.